What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Sensibly Loud Radio, the takeover edition. J-Mac and Kyle Beats have taken over the show. We are taking the reins from Mountain Carl and Brandon. Kyle, what's up, man? What up, man? Uh, glad, to, uh, glad to be back again. Another, another live episode, man. I'm really excited to be, be here in person and uh, talking a topic that's, you know, outside of sports, maybe my, my favorite form of entertainment, which is music. Strong agree. Yeah. Uh, podcasting's up there. Or like listening to podcasts is definitely up there for me. That's consumed a lot more of my time in 2019 than it did Dude, in any year Dude, 100%. Yes. I would actually say I'm pretty 50-50 at this point. Honestly, yeah. I, I, I'm i really surprised at how difficult it was. So today we're going to talk about top albums of 2019 for us. Right. And I was really surprised at how difficult it was to really think back on the albums that really stuck out to me. And I had to look it up a little bit and look back at some of the stuff I listened to over the year to, you know, make sure that I remembered certain things. Cause you know, albums come and go like that. Yes. I think there are certain albums that are always going to be mainstays, but like as a general rule, like a lot of rap music sounds the same and a lot of music in general sounds the same. So it, it can come and go. So it's, it's got to make a pretty large imprint to like stick in your brain for so long. More so than it used to. And Definitely. And I'll tell you why. It's just because we have so much more music now. We Absolutely. have so much more music to digest. Especially us millennials, we are so spoiled and have so much at our fingertips that we don't really appreciate things. Like, I get guilty of this, but I've been a lot better about it this year. Is I'll listen to something once or twice and be done with it. Same. I've been listening, I've been listening to things because it's just like, you know, a great movie where you can go back and find things that you didn't hear the, or, or catch the first time, double meaning type stuff. And I've been doing that a little bit more often this year. I do think, you know, obviously a lot of music does sound the same. Hip hop, especially. Mm -hmm. But we're at a point now where you look at other genres like rock music, like it's kind of all been done. Like it's yeah. really hard to be original, right? And that's Correct. why you see, you know, country having the success it does because rock. Hasn't. It's, just, it's just kind of been done all, already, right? Like yeah. 50 years of, of sample size, and it's like, I don't know what to do that's original. And I do think a lot of hip-hop sounds the same, but I think there's a lot of good young artists, which we'll get to you know, later here. I think there's a lot of guys that are like 25 and under, so if you're looking at, as like an athlete, like a lot of guys that haven't hit their prime yet that I think they can. Mm -hmm. um, this was not as strong of a year for hip-hop as 2018. God, no, but 28, But looking back on like comparing 2018 to 2019... Tough competition. Tough competition. So many albums dropped. And I was looking the other day at artists that are dropping albums in 2020. It's a fat list, too. 2020 might be a good year. Yeah, so 2020 is going to be one of those. It's going to be an every other year type of thing. There was some really good stuff that came out in 2019, for sure. And, and not even just on the hip-hop genre. I, I've got a few I think that will probably surprise you a little bit uh, as far as just Ones that I, I really, really enjoyed throughout the year. Yeah, I'm excited to hear. Yeah, just maybe some obscure things. But I mean, overall, like, I think it's. You were kind of talking about the rock thing real quick. I think what where rock really struggles right now is that it, it's just harder to assemble than me putting together beats in my garage my, by right. myself or in my, you know, my computer by myself, right? And like, I look at people like, uh, Lil Uzi Vert, for example, who's just like would not have been existent twenty years ago. You know, <laughs> certainly like, not, definitely not. And like, but it, it's we've come a different way where it's easier to be on your own than it is to assemble five guys to, that can coordinate schedules to correct that have lived enough hard life, like you know, to be like as hard as Keith Richards or whatever, you know, or right. like some measure in to between bring that authenticity right. to, to the stage. And that's a good point. It's, it's hard to like, it's just harder to do. And, and it's harder to do well because like you said, a lot of it's been oversaturated. And Man, I haven't thought about it like that. That's really good. You know, in this world where we live in, that is social media dominated, where you're trying to be the CEO of yourself. You're trying to be your own brand. It's easier to be a solo artist now than, in a band, right? And right. That was not the case in the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. Exactly. Like, we wouldn't be sitting here right now having this conversation if it no. weren't for that. I mean, like, really and truly. Yeah. It's the same kind of thing. It's easier to get into the barriers of entries are low. And, I mean, anybody can put a sample out on SoundCloud. And, like, that's the Lots crappy... ball. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, it is exactly, though. Like, it, I think that's kind of the point, though. And, like, it sucks because... Uh, there are a lot of rappers that that are really really good that don't end up making it because they get crushed between that spot where you have to pay for your samples, but you're not making enough money to pay for the samples to be able to justify 
going forward with it. So it's like you're caught in this place where it's like you can't really be successful. That's you true. can't sell the records because you don't have own the samples. Can't buy the samples because you can't sell the records. It's right. it's a real rock and a hard place situation, and like a lot of rappers fall victim to that. That are really really good, which is disappointing in a lot of right. ways. You're gonna get less like normal guys that are really from from a neighborhood rapping. You're gonna get more guys that are you know mu- musicians, kids, or are, are have the capital up front to be able to do that. Right. Right. So it's gonna be a little bit different of storytelling in, in that aspect, and I think you're seeing that with you know this this. I would look at, you know, this decade of hip hop, and it's you see it a lot, especially in the 2019 albums we're going to get to. That's very, you know, like drug use influenced, and there's less social commentary, I think. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we're just progressing more and more in that direction. A little bit of a bounce back right now. I mean, we went through a little lull like this in like 06, 07, 08, mm-hmm. where like. God forbid, Young Jock was like the number one record. It's like that's a dark Dude, time. That was a weird time for hip hop. <laughs> it's not good, right? There yeah, was somewhere between like jerseys and, and shoulder lean, and then getting to like Kanye pink polos. We we're somewhere yeah. in between there, right? So and, I thank God that I had somewhat of a dark period in rap music from like the late nineties, and it's not exclusive, but there, as a general rule, I kind of went dark from like the late nineties to like late 2000s yeah on hip-hop when i did my top 10 2000s yeah albums you were like that's not you know my area of expertise no and like i don't know anything about like like, like you I, like 90s rap and then you've gotten back and then it jumped it back into you know current day rap and like it's it's there's just a block of time which is fine but like lil wayne brought me back oh wow really and truly like hit the carter three dude I was an like album people people always say lil wayne is like if you like him he's like such this like commercial like glamorized rapper that people don't appreciate dude I think Lil Wayne's top 10 for me. he's, he's incredible so dude like if you just look at his if you just read his his raps right like yeah you cannot it's even genius. be a rap fan I could give this to my dad and you just read it it's like there is like poetic nature to that and yeah. a lot of really smart similes metaphors and, and double meaning stuff exactly and a lot of yeah a lot of wordplay a lot of like like telling things sports for the time which yeah. is a big thing i like about wayne too he's a big sports fan that dude he's the most bandwagon fan, oh. fan that exists but he owns that yeah he does he definitely owns that but it's it is always been somewhat annoying to me because i'm pretty sure he's a red sox fan that wouldn't surprise it's me. Upsetting. I know he's a saints fan yeah i mean he's all over no he's a green bay pa- fan he's right a, oh well black God. it wasn't green and yellow wasn't there like a remix that he did of, oh, yeah, or was that? I don't really remember. No, he did black and gold. Black and gold. Black and gold there you go. Yeah, That's yeah. what I was thinking. Uh, not black and yellow. Let, let me throw this at you real fast. I want because we need to talk about the 2019 albums, which, mm-hmm. uh, like I said, I have primarily hip hop. I'm excited for your your surprises for me. 2018 though, very challenging to to follow this up. You had Astro World by Travis Scott. Yep, fantastic. Daytona Pusha T. I know it was seven tracks, but that was that was a banger, dude. dude that whole series of Kanye albums were a banger. Not my necessarily cup of tea, but Cardi B's album sold, man. Yeah, it's, it's not just, my thing either. It's not my thing, but that, yeah. I mean, just from a, a strictly a, a number standpoint, a number standpoint. Yeah. Uh, I mean, J Cole put out an album, Kod, which I didn't think was his strongest project, but it sold, and it's still J Cole releasing an album. Same with Drake and Scorpion. Drake and Scorpion. That was yep. my next point, and then you had um, Migos also did Culture too, which sold yeah. really well, and I. I like Migos more than most people. I, is it fair to say, and there's another artist we're going to talk about that released an album this year that I think is noteworthy, that I don't think Migos is necessarily, I don't think they're the most talented guys in the world, but I like them a lot. Like, does that make sense? It does. Yeah. Like, it's okay to not think somebody's great. Like, there's there's football players you don't think are great, but you like the guy, right? Like, I don't think these guys are the greatest rappers ever, but they get fire beats, and I think they're funny, and yeah. I just like them. Yeah, I think... Right. Like, and like that's kind of the difference. And like you don't. So I'm with you. Like I, I didn't love, love Culture Two. Inconsistent, because there's there's some good tracks on there, but it's inconsistent. And I'll tell you, man. Like the thing that gets me every time, and this is the most millennial thing in the world. I, I realize that, but like I just I cannot stop thinking this way. Is that there's just so much. Okay. It, it, that was like three albums worth of music in one. Yeah. Or Scorpion was freaking Dude, was that twenty five songs as well, right? That embodies the oversaturation. That because Drake's just like, oh, I can write all these raps, but it's like, yeah, but you just give me two quality 
songs versus eight mediocre songs. Exactly. I hate that shit. Exactly. It's like, don't do it to sell an album. Daytona. Daytona had seven tracks, all bangers. That Kanye album was the same thing. Like, that whole series that Kanye did, the two solos, had seven tracks. Perfect. Like, you could go back and listen to, like, the Kid Cudi thing. And, like, like even the Kid Cudi album, you could go back and listen to that and, and go through it twice and get a good feel for what you were looking for. Yeah, that, that man. I'll tell you what, was was Damn by Kendrick Lamar, was that? 17, was I that think. 17? Okay. Yeah, that was 17. I think that is 17. That's I a would, good album, though. Yeah, it was. I would say that's probably the best album of the last three years, but I would put I would put Daytona right up there. Like, I got, I, yeah. I'm a big pusher guy. Yeah, I'm a, I've never been as much, but man, like, the fact, like, we'll get into our 2019 oh, yeah, albums after this. Me and you, like, historically we like hip-hop but for all of our listeners i mean you are more of a a west coast i like i like beats Mm -hmm. more focused on that you like that type of big beats more where i'm more of i like historically a lot of new york or east coast guys where it's more lyrical biggie although i will say now as i've gotten older which is usually the inverse as i've gotten older i'm less worried about the lyrics yeah like to a degree i still am but the, the lyrics have been done. So right, like, right. So it's like it's more about presentation, delivery, beats now. Yeah. So I'm with you, but like albums like Travis Scott's album didn't stick with me as much as most okay. because it's a little bit too obscure for me. See, I I, I like I, that, I get it. I like that. Yeah. That's no. That's a that's cool to hear that perspe- perspective because I think it's really like artist. So was the was the Cuddy. And Kanye too obscure for you? A little bit. Pretty obscure. Yeah, pretty obscure, but I appreciate it for what it is because I know how creative it's supposed to be and the fact that it it's almost like it's wasted on a simpleton like me. Right, <laughs> you want to look right, at it that way, right? Right, right? And so I try to just like I get like I liked it. I thought I didn't think it was great, but I liked it. So like it's one of those things that I I w- coming from like the West Coast kind of styling of, as far as rap goes, like I love those beats that kind of don't like change course all of a sudden at one time it's a little more consistent throughout and so like i think i think about the uh the travis scott song that had drake on it there was an absolute banger it was one of the main hits yeah i can't think of what it's called off the top of my head i'll think of it in a second but it like starts off one way and then completely turns over and changes to go a different direction yeah both great right but I kind of wanted to see where the first one was going. Much, right, right. Yeah. Like, it's like, why are we stopping this? I like where the beat's at. Right. Yeah. And, and not to say they ruined it, but it just sometimes it ch- it just changes my groove on it a little bit, right? And, and that, that's and, where it comes and to And he did me. it at the uh, the Super Bowl. Yeah. And it wasn't a great performance because that's a very hard thing to reenact. It is. It's uh, very hard to reenact, for sure. So jumping into 2019. Okay. A lot of good albums this year. I'm going to tell you. You know, we talked about you know movies earlier today. I'm going to tell you who I think won 2019 as far as as far as hip hop goes. Okay, and it's a guy you put me onto that I wasn't big on. Okay, in the baby, the baby dude, the Kirk was a great album. The Kirk was a great album, and I thought Baby on Baby was a pretty good album. Baby on Baby was a good album too. I think that I had the Kirk ranked higher. Um, we're kind of just doing our favorite albums at this point. Initially, I had. You know, trying to order them because I'm just obsessive like that. That's why (laughs) I did the top ten things. It's like a real, real issue. Uh, I had the Kirk higher though. Okay. Um, I thought it was a little more raw. Where like Baby on Baby was because I think that was the came out after. After. So Baby starting to blow up, right? He had Suge on that, and he had some of the Mm -hmm. more radio songs. But his radio raps, like the one he has with Lil Baby and like Suge, like they're still like pretty street raps though. Yeah, they're not very like. You know, sensitized or commercialized, which I love. Mm-hmm. Um, is he? He's an Atlanta guy. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think so. I mean, I'll pull. I'll pull it up. I mean, I just feel like Atlanta has so much coming out, and it. And I, I was saying that 10, 12 years ago, and I was like, oh, it's not always going to be like that. Is Atlanta the? Is that the like the hip hop? The new mecca, dude. It's it's funny because when I think about L A or New York before, right? For sure. And we were talking about this a little bit ago, like just a second ago, like. The interesting thing is that you and I, where we both land in the same campus with Atlanta rap, yes, which is cool. Like that's, yeah. I think that's a really big thing for for the ATL, and like, I I think the the rap that, I mean, guys like Future that have kind of mixed the, like they've come up with their own style, but they've mixed what West Coast things work and what East Coast type rap things work, and made something completely different, right, and we both dig it because yeah. it's the elements of what we love the most. 
and like that, like I thought the Wizard was a really good album, which we can get to in a minute. On the list, it was a great album, dude. But like, I, I, I it just made him a huge hitter, yeah. you know. And like Atlanta's really blown up in that sense. So I, I pulled this up. He's actually from Charlotte, North Carolina. Okay, so he's yeah, a North Carolina guy. Which now that I think about it, <laughs> makes sense. There are a lot of references there, but you know, Cole's a North Carolina guy, so they got two. North Carolina got two pretty strong artists going right now. Uh, he's born in Cleveland. You know, he's by way of Charlotte, but he produces all of his albums in Atlanta. Okay, right? got it. Like, you know, with that influence, then right, exactly. And it's okay. You know, those towns are probably you know six eight hours apart. So, right. Okay. Uh, I do that song with him and Nicki Minaj is wild, dude. iPhone is fire. I've always thought Nicki is really good, dude. Man. Me too. Like, me too. See, I'm a big Nicki guy. I'm not a big Cardi B person. Agree with that 100. percent I'm not a big female rapper guy and same it's not yeah a, it's not a sexist thing i no. love female artists of of all genres it's just um harder for me to relate to obviously sure you know but i think nikki is just if you look at that catalog whether she's writing those verses or not because there's definitely times where it's like this sounds like wayne in a female body here. yeah 100 <laughs> percent. yeah she's got some flows man she's got a lot of hits dude and like i think back to the uh what was her first big album? It was the Pink. Uh, it was uh, Pink Print. Yeah, no, no, no. The one before that, it was. Uh, it had like her. Uh, it had like super bass and stuff like that right, on it. Right, right. It was like because there, there was like some poppy songs. On there. Like, yeah, exactly. But Wayne pop. and and Birdman produced that whole thing, and it was fire. Yep, and she never saw a check from Birdman. Apparently. Never, <laughs> <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. So, like, I've always kind of been in that camp as well, where I like her so a lot I, more. If I tell you the baby won twenty nineteen for hip hop, you hate that take? No, I, I'm surprised by that take. Not not that you have it, I'm but a, that that happened at all. And I'll admit, I had never heard a the baby song. I'd only seen the name in twenty eighteen. I'd never heard a song until you put me on. I put me. Uh, yeah, uh, it was it was his first album, right? You put me on yeah. him and Young Boy NBA, which I'm I'm pr- proud of. That was my. Uh, I'm thankful for that was my number one pl- played artist on Spotify. Was Pandora was Young Boy. Really? Wow. Wild, so I've been right? on to him for a while. Pink Friday, by the way, is the album. Friday, really yeah. uh, but yeah, no, I've been on the Young NBA for a little while. So yeah, we can get into that here in a minute, too, if you want to. For sure. Um, what what were some that was so were there any that like so like Future came out with the wizard? Absolute fire. So when I referenced earlier that I love Migos, even though I don't think they're that talented. I think Future's more talented than Migos. For sure. Future is not the the intellectual or the songwriter that Kendrick Lamar or J. Cole is. No. By any stretch of the no. imagination. No, doesn't try to be. But I fucking love Future. I know, me, me too. I remember reading a Rolling Stone article my pops put me on too, where it was like, he goes in the booth and he records in the pitch black. Yeah, I and believe like, that. you almost get that feel when you're listening to his music. And like, there's a few out... So, I said earlier that I'm not a fan of movies that have you know, single characters. Then I listed like 10 movies that I love with like yeah, very few naturally. characters. I'm not a huge fan of the, the drug rap where it's like, these guys are like really on drugs and they have that like really just like groggy muffled sound. Yeah. But then I look at it. I'm like, I have like four or five albums like that. Future does that really delicately and really well. Yeah. The mumble rap thing is, is a talent. Yes. And for he, sure. He does it a lot better than most guys. And even though I don't think of future as an intellectual, he, especially in this album, he does it, but he always does it. He has some really good metaphor. He's some one-liners where you're like, "Oh shit!" Like, yeah, I gotta think about that. That's Dude, pretty cool. And dating back to all of his, like, all the way through his albums, like yeah, Magic like, and all that is like freaking Tony Montana. You remember? Yeah, that? <laughs> dude, that stuff's crazy. Like, he's a is a brilliant individual and just took some time to find his groove. Because yep. I didn't exactly always love him until. I don't know. I, I don't really remember what album changed that for me. Yeah, Maybe like, how What a Time to Be Alive really like, changed turn, that for me. Turn on the Lights came on. I was like, Tony Montana came out, and I was like, no, this guy's right. one hit wonder. Turn on the Lights came out. I'm like, no, this guy's going to be popular, but that's not like my my style necessarily. Um, I'm trying to think when it would have been. It was. You know, maybe like same damn time. I was like, okay, he's starting to he's starting to like because that was more of a hip hop album, mm-hmm. and then he went into like the Purple Rain or like 2013, 2014. I think that's yeah. when I was really on Fuge somewhere in in college. So then Pluto came after that, right? No, Pluto was a little before that. Okay, Pluto, I was like, okay, yeah. And then it was the Purple Rain was after that. I was like, okay, that's right. I'm here. Yeah, I'm here. yeah, definitely. And then at, since then, he hasn't had an album that's really missed. If you know, if I was gonna say. The baby didn't win 2019. J Mac, who would you say did? I mean, 
Future, the Wizard was a good album, and he had some. He always just crushes it on features, and like he had some really good features. <sighs> he did. I would say, because um, I mean, I, I I really think. Are we staying in hip hop specifically? No. Honestly, Eilish, dude. I mean, Ed Sheeran had a hell of a year. Actual dude, that number six collabs album that he has might be one of my favorite albums this year. And you know, for our listeners, I haven't listened to that. Really, and at I, all. I, I really need to expand my horizons more, and maybe, maybe this doing this will, you know, get me to a point where I do expand my horizons because I haven't, I haven't listened to that one bit, dude. But he has. I mean, there's a song with Eminem on it. Okay. There's a song with Young Thug on it. Okay. Like, I'm a Young Thug guy. Not dude, a big Eminem guy, surprisingly. Yeah, I'm. I'm mixed but, on him. But I mean, I'm sure like that would help transition me to getting into the mood for that album a little bit. Better. Absolutely, because it is. It's. Got a lot of hip hop influence, but it's got a lot of, it's just got a lot of everything, man. There's some some good ballads on there that are like, uh, almost like hip hop ballads in a way, you know, kind of thing. Like right. there's there's some groovy stuff. There's some like Spanish influence on it a little bit. There's there's a lot on it. It's that that might be my favorite album of the year, honestly. And he's the kind of guy that, whether you like that music or not, it's just like, it's like a. Chris Brown, it's like that guy's just talented, right? Whether right. you like that or not, it's He's Justin talented. Timberlake. That dude is talented at right. what he does. So um, I'll need I'll need to get on that. You do. You know, let's do this before we even dive too far into hip hop because I think we're both saying you know the baby with two albums released in seven months that were both pretty consistent all the way through. Pretty fire. On it, throw your non hip hop albums at me, you know, because I I looked at some of these lists just kind of preparing for this mm -hmm. and i'm like you know what i've only heard maybe one or two songs that were probably the the single from that album from all these non-hip-hop artists yeah. i was like i really need to find some time and maybe put a few podcasts on the back burner because like you said i listen to a lot of podcasts now, yeah um and find time to you know open it up a little bit for sure so i would say that one of the so the ed sheeran one was definitely one that I mean, you're saying that might be your favorite album. That's I'm telling you, man. You're like, a big hip hop guy. So I am. A big statement. There was not. It was not a great year for hip hop, though. No. no, no. Uh, I thought Young Thug had a good album this year. We'll get yep. to that in a second. I, I, the other album that I thought was really good that's like going to be overlooked for 2019 because it fell right at the very beginning of the year was Ariana Grande's "Thank You Next" album. Yes. That album was fire, dude. So, that's like a. I don't want to say guilty pleasure, but it's like you know, it's one of those where it's like. I'm probably not banging that with my windows down or like leading, yeah. leading the conversation with my boys. Like, dude, you heard the new Ari? It's fire, yeah. right? But like, like it's when my fiance's playing it, it's like it's actually pretty good music. Like, yeah. she can sing whether you like that style of music or not. Like, you cannot deny her ability to really hit notes and make catchy music. Right, she's right? incredibly like, it's okay talented. To like like pop catchy yeah. music. Like Rihanna's like that. Right. Like R Rihanna and Drake have made some of the most Rihanna's fire music in existence. Is stupid. But it's so good, right? It's so no, I mean, like it's so. There's so many good songs looking back on it, and she's only like thirty. It's like right. it feels like she's been around for twenty years. For sure, has she put out anything recently? No, I mean, she's obviously she's got her whole like makeup and oh uh, uh, yeah, dude, like she's really being successful. You know, business woman. She's been in a couple of films, and she isn't she like engaged to that like a, a billionaire dude that's involved mm. in oil. Like yeah, so very likely. So maybe like she's working on something that she wants to release because. Yeah, yeah, it's been a little while since she's put out like a really solid album. Um, yeah, I'll throw sure. one at you that's hip hop ish, but not okay. really like it's very mainstream. Dude, Lizzo, pretty good, pretty good, right? Like, pretty good. That song is obviously overplayed, uh, but if you actually listen to the rest of the album, she can fucking sing, dude. Yeah, so I haven't had a lot of experience with her re until just recently, yeah, actually. Still like four or five months ago. Yeah, no, for sure. And like I've heard of her. And then now I see her twerking in a thong on, on, on SNL, dude. Center. Yeah, dude. It was just amazing. Dude, yeah. So yeah, that did happen. It happened on SNL the other yeah, night, too. Well, they were, yeah. Yeah. And like it was one of those things, Claire and I were watching it, and it was the Eddie Murphy like hosted one for the f season finale. And so she was the musical guest. But that was really cool seeing him come back. Definitely. And she, but she was the first song I didn't love, it's the more current single. I forget what it's called. But the second one was the, her most popular one, and it was fire, dude. Yeah. And like, she just, she's incredibly talented. Yeah, and I mean, she, I think she had, like, five songs that were on the Billboard. Uh, really? Top, top 100 40. or top 40? Yeah. Nice. So, I mean, she really, from a number standpoint, you know, whether... You know whether we think that's important or not, it's still factual. She put up numbers, dude. Definitely, she had, she had a come out year, and I think she's gonna get paid, right? Like yeah. this was a contract year for her, and she hit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Is she? I mean, is she gonna be like kind of a 
fading star, though, I wonder? No, I think I think she's here to stay, actually. Okay. Because I think she's a really big personality that, uh, no pun intended, that embraces the, <laughs> uh, embraces that, like, she has a brand going, and I think she's a really good personality. Mm-hmm. I like her. I think she's hilarious. See, I look at someone like Cardi B, and I don't look at someone that's here to stay. I hope not. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know, I mean, right? I just, I, I, I don't that's not true, so though. Hard. Like, that's not necessarily true. She's incredibly popular. She's incredibly popular and incredibly entertaining, but a little over the top for me in the music drives me crazy. Like, Lizzo is way more talented of an artist and way more digestible of a personality for me. That's why I ask. I don't know. Yeah, we'll I, I hope Lizzo's here to stay over Cardi if I had a choice. Well, yeah, for sure. Uh, do you have any other non-hip-hop ones you want to throw at me before I just... <sighs> no, name off a few. Yeah, I'll go d- go down my list here, so... You're, you hit on Wizard. I had that in my top five. Mm-hmm. Like I said, not an incredibly strong year. Like that. I wouldn't have made the list last year's top five, but uh, so much fun. Young Thug's album. We, we talked about that for a moment. Young Thug is a guy I feel like it's like the Patriots or the Yankees. Like you love him or hate him. Right. Right. And I actually typically like more deep voiced uh, artists. Mm-hmm. Like the high pitch stuff kind of gets on my nerves sometimes. And the auto tune, which he does a lot of and has a high pitched voice. He's just good, dude. Like, he knows his what he's doing, dude. Is crazy. Like, yeah, he might be the most. He's either the smartest dumb rapper, or the dumbest smart rapper. I don't know it. You know, it's one yeah. or the other. But like, he says some shit sometimes. Where you're like, oh my god, this dude just made me think so hard. And then he says other stuff. Where you're like, oh my god, what the fuck? Man? He just needed a line in there that rhymed, <laughs> yeah. right? And it's like, I thought this album stuck out though because J Cole produced it. Yep. So uh, that that's a big deal, and he was on on a couple of tracks, and I think J Cole has a lot of talent as a producer and i think mm-hmm. he's made his best rap music as much as i love him i think he's made his best music so i'd like to see his future as a producer because this was so- a solid project dude it's so hard to compete with like the warm-up and cole world like he like for him for, dude he set the bar yeah, i could so even argue high, 2014 dude. hill uh 2014 forest hills was his best album it's a tough argument we've had that argument before but it, was, it was definitely um an improvement from born center yeah, I liked Born Center a lot more than okay. people did. Okay. Yeah, I don't know why. It, it was a lot more... It was darker than Cold World, but... Yeah. Uh, too dark, probably, but, like, I liked it. I don't know. I, I get why people don't, though. But from 2014, Forest Hills Drive, it's been downhill from there, so I For like me, this. yes. For, and for me as well. I, we're in a different place on Cole. I like him. I put him a lot higher than I think it's do. just a matter of we don't like that album. Or, yeah. like, we disagree on whether that album's oh, good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you don't think that album's that fire. I don't like, like it. We got to do an episode on that, because that's, like, <laughs> that'll blow my mind. Yeah. Um, but past that, I think we agree, like, he's he is going downhill, but, like, before that, he was... Right. And this is, like, a LeBron thing, where, like, his his off night, or his off album, is still going to be an above-average hip-hop album. Right. Right? Right. Uh, but it's, it's... He's, like, so lyrical. Like, you can't really, like, work out to him or be riding in your car and really get amped and, and, and hyped to J. Cole. Like, that's... A, I'm sitting in my house. I'm I'm trying to, like, Chill it a little bit. Chill a little bit, right? So it's... You got to be delicate there. But I thought he did a really good job producing this album. And I thought it kind of brought out a little bit more of Young Thug's talent. Because I yeah. think there's some untapped potential there still. For sure. I really liked... Beautiful Thugger Girls, I think a lot more than most people did. Okay. And man, that song with him and Snoop just kills me every time. Like Snoop <laughs> walks in and drops that yeah. verse that just murders the whole track. But like the lead up to it's perfect. And and I thought that album was really really good. So it's one of those things. I don't know where I, I don't know how I feel about him headed from here. So much fun was a good album. It wasn't my favorite album by him though. No, not at all. But he's done a lot of music in a short period of time. Yes, I mean, you've been on him a long the time. Beginning. I mean, yeah. I remember when like. Like Stoner came out, and then Best Friend, and like I rem- I remember all that, but I wasn't really on him yet. On him like that, like Barter Barter Six, I was like, okay, this guy, yeah, you're gonna, he's here to stay, but people are gonna go one way or another on him. For At sure. First, I thought, do you do you ever remember a rapper named Lil B? Yeah, yeah, he was like, kind I of remember like the name a, anyway. He's kind of like a satire, like almost sarcastic <laughs> because he was so over the top, and I thought Young Thug was almost like that. Okay, and I thought this album so much fun was. One of his more like serious is a hard word to use with Thugga, but it was a more you could Mainstream. tell Cole was influ- influential on it. He brought it, yeah, it brought some professionalism to it a little bit. Yep, yeah, that's fair. Um, another one I want to throw at you. I think it got really hyped up. A lot of people don't feel like it lived up to the hype. I do feel like it lived up to the hype. Was rapper go to the league? Two chains. Yeah, LeBron I actually a- had that on my list too. That came out really early in the year. LeBron A and R on it, which was like a big deal. Which is you know, basically LeBron was in the, yeah. in the studio 
Bob and hanging out. Like, yeah, I like this one. This one's good. Like, yeah. I mean, what did he really do on that? Nothing. But, yeah. Um, you know, I'm a LeBron guy, so that made me slightly more sure. biased to it. I've always liked Two Chains though, because like he played college basketball. Like, dude's a legit athlete, and he always he has a lot of uh, sports references, which I uh, is always just like kind of near and dear to my heart, man. When people do mm-hmm. good hip hop music with sports references, I've always loved that. Um, this album, Rapper Go to the League, was obviously directly geared towards that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I really thought it was a good change of pace for, for 2 Chains. It wasn't a... You don't have a lot of singles on here. You know, you yeah. don't have a lot of those radio 2 Chains hits. And I think he's... 2 Chains has been extremely successful. And he's like 45. Like, he didn't get yeah. successful. He was like 35. But I do think he's maybe hurt his career a little bit in, in my eyes. Not for the money. The money's right because he's made these commercial, you know, radio rap songs. Mm-hmm. It overshadows how intellectual and how good of a, a talented lyrical, is. Uh, lyricist he is. I agree with that. I, I, dude, Two Chains is one of those guys. I never know where I fall with Two Chains, and it just depends on the album. And like, I love Pretty Girls Love Trap Music. I love that album. Probably the strongest. And almost certainly, it was a great album. But like, I feel like it's almost every other album with him I liked, and yes. I just. This That's rapper go to the league was fine. It didn't really didn't do much for you though. It just didn't move the needle. Like it was a, it was a fine album. I listened to it. I liked it. I, I didn't listen to it again. Right, and that's one of those for me. I think just because of the the theme of the album mm-hmm. and like the things they're talking about is something I'm so interested in. I should go back and listen to this. I is what you're telling me. A little more. Yeah, you need to go back and listen okay. to it. Yeah, um, you showed a little more interest because of your. And it's one of those, you're going to catch some stuff as you go through it multiple times. Okay. Um, but I right. let my bias take over there, and that maybe swayed me a little bit more. Got it. Okay. So What else you got? Yeah, so this is another one that kind of falls towards the, it's an ATL rapper, towards the future, not a little mumble rap, but like drug drug rap is uh, gonna Drip or Drown 2. Mm-hmm. I like Gunna a lot. Same. Out of all the younger guys, I like him a lot. I don't know if he has the ceiling that maybe like a, a, a 21 Savage does, but his consistency is so much better. Yeah. Like, I take Gunna over Lil Baby, which not a lot of people do. Um, I think that... Yeah, that, that case is getting harder. Is getting saturated, though. It is. Right? It, like, a lot of these guys sound the exact same and i i think gonna differentiates himself with actually really good lyrics yeah i think so too i like i like gonna a lot i my thing is that he's he just hasn't had that thing that's really set him apart from like thugger yet for me yeah or like, but like he's had some fire features like he was on that correct. that playboy cardi album might be my, one of my favorite you albums love that i album, love dude. that album you dude love it. i think because, it's solid but you love that album. i love it because of all the different talent that's on it and how well it's showcased and like he was able it, it i get this with two chains a lot too i like two chains uh guest appearances on songs better than i like two chain songs i feel the same way about wale we've talked about that before yeah. you're a bigger wale guy than me way off on wale. bro i listen to that wale album about half at one time and said oh no wow. oh no and i i get it it's just he's, that's how i feel about logic and i know people love logic. yeah i'm not, not, not there guy. not there either but i i just I, with him i feel like you get into this thing where you've got to have the right music and sometimes these guys are a better lyricist than they are producer and right. if you're willing to either stay with that and try to grind that out, and maybe you'll become something. Like, I look at Future as one of those guys. Okay. He was kind of one of those guys that wasn't taken too seriously because mumble rap was so hard to ex- understand. But then once everybody kind of just got over that and was like, this, yep. guy's, this guy's fire. And he also figured out the right mix of that too, right? Correct. Um, like, and so that's a combination of both. But, like, if you don't make the best beats that that make so like if you get on someone else's song and that thing just goes fired you love those verses so like i feel this way about gunna a lot of times you're on somebody else's song and that goes platinum but you're not able to like do that yourself and showcase your own talent kobe bryant analogy here almost a little bit yeah (laughs) no but if you're not able to showcase your own talent the right way then that that's okay certainly done that yeah dude wale has killed it on so good so good uh he, dude he's been on a couple of Wiz Khalifa songs and stuff like that that are just fire yep. and like I just 
He's one of those people, and like, if you don't know how to sell yourself, and it works out for Wale because like it's not good when you YouTube a rapper and the first five songs are his features. Correct, and they're not on his album. Right, and, and that's, that's where I'm at with Gunna. Is I just okay. I don't know that he's done that thing yet. Whereas Twenty One Savage has hundred percent, and that's why I think Twenty One Savage has the higher ceiling. Almost certainly, I just thought Dripper Drown Two was a really solid album. I it was a good. No, it was a good album. It was an album. Yeah, yeah, it was a good album, and I'll I'll say that. In all fairness, 21 Savage did set himself back by being exposed as an absolute fraud. It's been tough to get over. It is, dude, but if we knew the truth about most of these rappers... I know, I know, like, I know. These dudes are actors, right? For the most part, they are. right? Like, yeah. th- this, these aren't guys from the 90s. It's not. There's only so many of the games, right? Right. Like, these guys are being groomed by these huge record companies to play a persona and that's they, fair and they have to find their their calling and i'm not calling all rappers fake by any means but like yeah come on right Dude, but no i'm with you i'm but with you it's, it's hard to overcome when so many facts get exposed <laughs> even Dude, though we yes. may assume that about other people when correct you read it you're just like god dang Dude, you've seen that video it's like bad, it's dude. real bad and i mean I mean, it's the war. Like you, he couldn't. Like I just, I choose to think that they're at least a little bit that way, and I know that's unrealistic. And and to your exact point, sure. like not. That's not realistic. But I mean, like but, you look at something as a little soon and sad, but like Juice World, like that guy was really kind of probably living the life he was talking about. Unfortunately, yeah, exactly. Right? That's a big problem right now in yeah, rap music for sure. It is absolutely. So let me. We just talked about Twenty One Savage and Gunna. I'm going to throw them into this conversation. If I say, let's look at these kind of like under 25 rappers or, or under 30 rappers, who we think is going to have the biggest run here in the next five years. So I'm gonna, let's go 21 Savage. I'm going to put Gunna in there, but I just don't think he has the, the it factor. I'm not, not yet anyway. So I haven't seen take, it yet. Let's take him out. Let's go 21 Savage. Thugger. Thugger. Lil Uzi Vert. Lil Baby. Kodak. I'm going to leave Post Malone out because Post Malone's a pop artist. Post Malone's unbelievable. That boy's selling. That guy's <laughs> gonna outsell the shit out of all of these guys. Dude, I respect I the shit out of him. I don't even love his music. Me but neither. I respect it. He has some decent songs. <laughs> he but does. I don't, yeah. I don't love his music, but he's not. He's an artist, not a rapper. Dude, he's the embodiment of you can make it if you try. Yeah, but he he owns who he is. And <laughs> yeah, I love that about. I him. love that about him too. Like he's just he's a sponsored sport. by Bud Light. That's fucking hilarious, <laughs> dude. All these guys are sipping. You know, Crystal and, yeah. and Hennessy, and he's like, now I'll take a Bud. Bud Light. Yeah, the like, truest form of like, Dallas guy. I, I went, you know, I sold 10 million albums this year. I'll, I'll drink a platinum now. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll get fancy on them, you know? And like, I love that. Yes. I'm a local guy, too, so you kind of yeah. got to support that. Right, but I love the, yeah, the owning who you are thing about it. So I just. I, I, of that list, I would say the. I don't know if DaBaby's going to catch on mainstream. Maybe. I don't Baby's know. We'll s- no, let's throw him in there. No, no, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm saying I, I, I think he, so run it, run he could have the biggest. One more time. He, okay, go ahead. I'm gonna take. Is it fair to take Lil Uzi Vert out? Probably so. Okay. I don't think as many people know about him. Twenty One Savage. Yep. The baby. Mm-hmm. Lil baby. Kodak. And Thugger. And Thugger. I think Thugger's gonna take the biggest leap. He seems like he's headed that direction. I think Kodak's gonna end up in jail. Unfortunately, I, uh, I really believe that. I agree with you. Lil baby. Has had a hell of a run. He has. He's had a good. He's had some good music or good mixtapes. He's had some really good features. Mm-hmm. All of his flow sounds too much the same, and I don't see enough versatility there. Yeah, he's gonna have to do something big next. To I didn't realize this though. He's only twenty two. Holy shit! That's wow. pretty fucking young. Yeah. Gunner, oh, and throw it. Uh, him young and Gunner are both twenty two. That's young. Yeah. No, I knew Gunner was young. Because like Thugga and the baby are almost thirty. Right. Okay, so that makes a big difference. Makes a big difference. And throw Young NBA in there too as well, probably. You know, I'm you, like I'm. Him but is he going to take the biggest leap? Because I don't know. He puts no, out a lot of from music. From a pop culture standpoint, like he's not going to get popular enough. I've like never heard any of his songs on the radio other than uh, "No Smoke" or uh, "Go Outside Today." You know, like that's yeah. that's all you hear on the radio. Like he's too. Louisiana, man. <laughs> yeah, I love Louisiana rappers, though. I love Wh- Wayne. Wayne made it and work. Juvenile for me. going ba- like going way back, um, but I love Boozy, Webby, Kevin Gates, like I, Young Boy NBA. I love the Louisiana sound, but it's a very distinct gutter sound. Yeah, it is. It's just like Houston rap. Yeah, it's very specific. I mean, Houston rap never got that popular. Had no. that, you know, brief kind of blip in like. 2006, seven with like Paul Wall, Camilla dude. Yeah, you, I was Jones. just gonna say you could have fooled me that Paul Wall wasn't gonna throw it over the edge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, he was right there. Man. There was a time though. <laughs> that was like 350 pounds now. So <laughs> out of that list, you you like Thugger though? Yeah, I think so. I think they're gonna commercially tune him in or mold him into whatever they want him to be. 
Okay. And he seems the most moldable. And the, the, I mean, the fact that he's already working with Jake Cole. I think I have to agree with that. Yeah. I, I, it would have been 21 Savage, barring all that other stuff happening. He was on. It just set him back. That, not, that album of his, that newest was pretty good. Dude, he's I so, think that was last he's year. So but good, man. I, I, yeah, I just, I, like I said, I think Kodak's going to go to jail. I think Lil Baby sounds the same too frequently. And I think Dub Baby, you know, unless he pulls a, a, a two chains future where he gets famous late. You know, I, I, don't I don't know if know. I see it. Yeah, it's a little it's niche. Been Ten years. Yeah, it's a little niche for sure. Right. I like it, but it's a little niche. All right, what else you got? See, so, and and I was gonna say real quick, a lot of people are gonna listen to this and say, you know, what about you know your your Denzel Curry's or Vince Staples, and those are the a little more underground kind of mm-hmm. lyrical guys that you know I I Earl Sweatshirt. I get that. That's not my scene. No, mine either. You know, I you I don't say, even really care for Childish Gambino that much. No, it's just. It's not my style. Man. Yeah, I like, it's not my I game like either. Real like classic hip hop. Yeah. Um, another one that I liked a lot. We've talked about this. So Father of Four by Offset. I think Offset is the best member of Migos. I don't hate that take as an individual artist. Now, obviously, you know he's. Oh, Takeoff is just. Yeah, I'm not too worried about Takeoff. Right. Um, Offset is not going to sell records. Uh, to the degree to the degree that uh, Migos is going to, in my opinion, mm-hmm. but I do think that from a like freestyle, just an overall flow standpoint, mm-hmm. he's the most talented member. Like I think his raps are the best. Like Quavo makes the best yeah. music, right? Like he's, right. he's made a lot of pop songs, and he's see, I liked Quavo that Quavo album a lot more than I think a lot of people did. Okay, yeah, I mean, I th- well, I think from a pop standpoint, people like him a lot. He's he makes catchy music, like he's. A great person to put on a song, mm-hmm. but like if we're just talking rap, Offset can rap better than Quavo. Oh, definitely for sure. Quavo doesn't really portray himself out to be like that, though. He he raps, but not like he knows his role. Yeah, and he's selling, and, and it, but he produces the right way. And not to get too much off on a tangent, he was on College Game Day this year. Yeah, because um, he was like a high school quarterback in Atlanta. So when it was at, it was a Georgia game. He was there for. He's got. He's got a good head on his shoulders. Like that dude fucking gets it, man. Yeah, he gets it for like, sure. He gets it. So I think he's here to stay. Yeah, I think so too. And he hasn't he's been hit acquired twenty nineteen. Yeah. So big yeah. things to come in twenty twenty out almost certainly, right? Right. Like that it kinda like you said, goes in that every other year kind of pattern, except for the baby with two this year. That's that's why we kinda gotta give him the tip. Um last one I do want to talk about that I had written down. Uh I have some disappointments that I want to get to. Yeah. That so I think a lot of people really enjoyed, but Crit is here by Big Crit. Eh. You're not a Crit guy. I no, know. that album. Stunk. I like. I love Mississippi, Louisiana rap. I just think Big Crit is the mo- one of the more underrated artists of the last ten years. And really? I know you're not, you, you, I'm not there, but I get it, dude. Like he has no popularity. Yeah, he, really, he has none. He has no, really he doesn't. doesn't. Like, I don't know anybody that knows so Big Crit. Hard to make it out of Mississippi, man. It is. It's that. What is it? Is it the Southern style rap, I guess? Yeah, and I mean, like, when you... It doesn't come out as hard, I guess? Well, I just think that there's just not as many people you can connect with. Like, there's less people in the state of Mississippi than there is in the city of New York, right? So there's just less people that can relate to what you're saying. Hmm. Right? Like, yeah, that's got to be it. When you're talking about coming out of Mississippi, there's only so many people that can relate to that, right? Right. Yeah, no, that's that's and a good point. All I'll leave it at is half that state doesn't want to hear about that. That's a good point. So yeah, that, that's, that's another very issue. Fair. Okay. All right. So what else? What other disappointments have you? Or I'm, what disappointments have you had? Disappoint- I'll say disappointments or popular ones that I did not like because I thought the Tyler Creator album was trash and I don't like Tyler yeah, the Creator. I don't either. So it's not a disappointment to me because I didn't have high expectations. But people love that album. I just did not. I wasn't there. I'm not there on him at all. I'm not. It has nothing to do with, you know, him as a person and no. sexuality or anything like that. No. That I've never liked any of his rap. Honestly, I didn't. don't like that style. Yeah. No, me all. neither. Like it's just too. It's too abstract for it's me. Too abstract and like, he tries to be dark and it's like this isn't what I'm looking for in a hip hop album at right. all. Right. Um, I'm gonna come out and say I thought the biggest disappointment or the one that got. The most hype that did not deserve it and that I had expectations for was Kanye's album. Was it Jesus is King? Really? You had high expectations for that? Uh, that's a hard way. That's a. Mm. You know what I mean? Because yeah, I know I mean, I Kanye's didn't. projects have been terrible recently, so high expectations is probably the wrong phrase. I'm always super intrigued by Kanye. Well, yeah, I think everybody is. And I was just like, holy shit, this is ten times worse than I ever thought it was going to be. 
It's so bad. It's so bad. And like, dude, he's really going all out on this. And now, I don't know if he's going to have, you know, one of his episodes where he snaps out of what's going on, but he's, you know, declared himself as he's a religious entity now. So he's like tax free, which is fucking genius. And ridiculous that our country will allow that to happen in the first place. But no, it's not. Uh, I mean, he's smart enough to take advantage of it. Yeah, I mean, he's just playing the system, right? Dude, I hope that he comes out with just the most thug album in the world after this that next one. That would be amazing. Fire. Because he was like, you know, he's visiting Joel Osteen. What yeah. if this is just all a ruse? To get, to get everybody on his side, and he just comes out there and he just does the most thugged out album. That would that would make me love Kanye again. Would, I'm losing, yeah, same. I'm losing my love for Kanye. But also, would that be the most Kardashian thing you've ever seen? Oh, 100%. Dude, he's so Kardashian that it stinks. I don't, can he get out of it? No. The only way you get out of it is you get careflighted on a stretcher out of a Vegas brothel. Right. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way Lamar Odom could escape that. <laughs> and even then, we don't know. Yeah. But he... <laughs> he, Dude, the thing about him is he's the poor one of the group. That's absurd. That's absurd. And so, like, I don't think you walk away from that situation if you're no. Kanye, dude. No. The, I mean, it's a... Yeah. Does Travis, is Travis Scott a genius for... for Having a child with Kylie? Yes. She's a billionaire. Dude. Yeah, he's a genius. And she, everyone always talks about how no one in that group has talent. Uh, wrong. A billion dollars, you have talent. Yeah, wrong. Yeah, they know how to well, market. she just used her name. Well, that was smart for her to do Yeah, that. okay, great. <laughs> guess guess what? That name was established for her and take advantage of you got it. Absolutely. Yeah. So what a couple, other? couple other ones. Every list, you know, preparing for this, looking at, you know, best hip-hop albums of 2019 or just best albums of 2019. Uh, Psychodrama by Dave was all over that. Yeah, not my vibe, dude. No, not really mine either. And not really even like hip hop totally in my, my my mind. Um, that's not even one that I was anticipating or anything like that. I just kept seeing it on this list, so I'm like, all right, let me go to Spotify and, and play some songs. I'm out on it. It's not great. Nope. Uh, a couple others. Schoolboy Q is one of my favorite artists of the last ten or fifteen years. Really, mm. a lot of inconsistencies, but I love his delivery. Yeah, so Future, got, Future's delivery is part of the reason I love him. Right, Hit Schoolboy Q's album was terrible. Dude. It was bad. Like, I, and that's why I don't great. like him. It, just exactly what you said. So inconsistent. Has fire tracks sometimes. And the talent. Yes, he's the Cowboys. He's incredible. Oh God, <laughs> um, he he's incredible, but he just never does it consistently. This album was a great example of that. It was terrible. Yeah. I listened to it exactly once. Last two disappointments I want to share with you. Two guys I think you distinctly, uh, hate might be a strong word, do not like these rappers. Port of Miami 2, Rick Ross. Mm -hmm. No, you're not a Rick Ross guy. He's not a big Rick Ross guy. I'm a Rick Ross guy. I like his beats. I don't like him. Okay. Son of Assad, DJ Khaled. Cannot stand DJ Khaled. Mm, Yeah, he's a two in my face. Both of those albums were pretty trash for what what you expect from a big name artist like that. What was the lead single off the DJ Khaled album? Dude, I gotta pull it up and see what was the number one selling album there or number one selling track on it, that. It's very obvious. I'm just not thinking of which one it is. But my problem my problem with DJ Khaled is it's not the yelling and that he doesn't rap or anything like that. Because he's a DJ. What? He never said he's a rapper. Right. That makes him smart. That makes him a freaking genius. Because he could fall on his ass and not have to be accountable for it. No brainer was the song with Bieber and oh, Chance yeah, the Rapper. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. Um, my issue. My issue with him is he annoys the shit out of me. Yeah. Like his social media. I know people think he's funny. I think he is just no. annoying as hell, man. Yeah, it's I'm not like him. He's too over the top or anything. It's just like. Why are we idolizing this guy? This guy's a fucking idiot. Well, dude, like you know me, like I'm a I'm a staunch Lamar supporter for God's sakes. Right. Like, like I thought Lavar, excuse me, not Lamar, uh, Lavar, and, and like because I think it's funny, and like I I knew it was going to be a thorn in the Lakers side, so that, that probably helped, right? right? But ultimately, like I think it's hilarious. His shtick, I'm not down with though. It, it just feels like a shtick. Yeah, I, I I'm with you there. Um, I, I don't know. It's too in my face. It's too much. And I just, I, I thought that album, I mean, kind of to your point, the brilliance of his albums are the fact that he just gets everybody else to be on his albums, which is great. Smart. He is a smart businessman. Yeah. I don't think he's necessarily a smart person. Unless right. what he's doing is just all shtick, which is very possible. But like his Snapchat, I just <laughs> feels pretty it, real, dude. And I'm just like, I think this is just how this guy is. Yeah, I think so too. I don't know that there. I don't know, dude. I, it's always hard to tell. It's it's hard to tell, but um, ultimately, I think we can anticipate a stronger 2020 than 2019, right? And 
definitely. Bar is pretty low. I, I I would love to see if, what kind of odds I could get on that. I was looking. I know. I I would agree. I don't know how you measure that. Yeah, I don't know. But <laughs> I guess in record sales. But like I was looking at. Uh, something earlier, and I was trying to pull it up just a little bit ago, but it wouldn't load for me. But I know that Drake and Future are doing how to or uh, what a time to be alive too, okay. and there's going to be a lot of like Cardi's going to put out a new album. Like there's going to be a lot of different stuff this year that's going to come into play that of guys that just didn't put stuff out this year. So this this past year, so um, I'm excited for it. I think it's going to be a good year. Do you think in this coming decade we're going to hit a hit a wall? With the mumble rap and the just yes. drug induced rap, like yes. it's gonna come to a stop, right? And switch Absolutely, to a different direction. real quickly too. It's exactly what happened with Wayne. Yeah, and like these things go in, in waves, man. I mean, there was, you know, the the early to mid '90s storytelling type of, mm-hmm. you know, sh- street. street reporting. Basically, this is what I'm seeing in my mm-hmm. environment, very poetic almost, but still kind of gangster rap. Yeah. Then it moved into like late '90s, early 2000s, which like was Eminem. Like, Eminem, Jay Z, Fifty, where it's like still real, just right, different was, side of things. Right, it was like really pop rap. Yeah, and it was, you know, big jerseys, oversized jeans. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude! Just, you know, everyone's in driving avalanches and yeah. during, or, uh, Dodge Magnums, and the H twos, right? H twos, yeah. And uh, I mean, it's it's pretty funny looking at that those outfits, and then you kind of transition to. Uh, you know your 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 Kanye Wayne more mm-hmm. creative less less gangster rap but still has um, you know ties where they'd have great features and then you know you had your your, Ken, your Kendrick Lamar J Cole era and now we're in this really era that's dominated by guys that aren't really saying shit yeah it's just You're volume just like looking for something right yeah like there I, isn't it, it, we we were talking about this on the on the uh, the show earlier about movies, like there isn't like a dominant person going forward. It's crazy because if you said five years ago, right? So 2014, mm-hmm. peak of powers basically for Kendrick, Drake, and J. Cole. Yeah. Right? Like you had three, like this is a three. Less so monster. J. Cole of those two, those three, but I, I'm with you. From a record sales standpoint, yes. From a hip hop, hip hop heads standpoint, Influence. those are the three guys, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. You don't. You, we don't have a clear cut winner on that no. right now, which is really interesting. I mean, is Drake still kind of the guy? I think, yeah, I think he is. He until, is. Like he's he's LeBron, right? Like right. until you take the crown from him, he's still kind of the king of the league. Future seems to be lurking but in the shadows. Is though, he dude. Kawhi? Is Future Kawhi? I mean, Could that, be. That's kind of what we're looking at. Ah, that's a good point. I like that. I think that. I mean, he's, he he'd definitely be lurking in the shadows. Though I could see that. So all right. Well, I think we're gonna go ahead and wrap things up. Yeah. Good good year in review. It, it's. I, I think we're going to look at a better 2020 for music overall, but man, there was some strong stuff this year just talking through it all. Um, Absolutely. You got to check out that Ed Sheeran album when you get a chance. Okay. You're going to like I'll it. I'll do that. You'll you like it. Back, you go back and listen to, uh, to uh, Rapper Go to the League. Yeah, I'll do that for sure. All right, well, we're going to go ahead and wrap things up, and we will see everybody later. Later, man.